What does it actually mean to be a bad bitch? I'm your host, Valerie Martin, and if you're asking me, it means being fully alive, unstoppable, kicking ass at the things that light you up, and being permanently unavailable for the things that make you feel like shit. Whether you're a boss bitch business owner or just someone who goes hard on your personal and professional growth, buckle the fuck up and get ready to be inspired, challenged, and take action. Let's do this, boo. Hello, podcast fam. You will probably hear the birds singing as I am walking through my neighborhood right now and also hearing a plane flying overhead. As I'm recording this, it is the morning of the 4th of July and I just decided to drop this special episode, little mini episode into the podcast feed today because I just got done doing my latest little audio drop and teaching into my Lit AF membership. And it was such a good reflection around the topics of collective and personal freedom that I was like, I just want everybody to hear this. Um, And obviously, even if you don't happen to listen to it on July 4th or even this week, those topics are relevant at any time. But I had originally thought when I decided to make the shift to close Lit AF and just have it open a few times a year for new members. I just decided that the other day and I was like, I'm not going to do a launch right now. I'm not going to do a lot of promotion. I'm just going to close the doors in a couple days and then I'll do more of a launch thing, build some buzz and hype in August and, and reopen it for a bit in September. So that was the plan, but then when I just did this audio and felt so inspired, I was like, I'm gonna give people the week. I'm gonna give people to the end of this Friday, July 7th, to reach out, to ask any questions, to really look at your budget and reflect on what is it worth to you to have the kind of day-to-day support, connection, self-reflection, Um, investment in your own growth, what is that worth to you? To me, having that kind of opportunity, that kind of container at the cost of what in most cities, less than one therapy session, um, less than what I charge for one therapy session, um, to me, it's a no-brainer. And it has been such a fun experience just wrapping up our first month in the membership and I would love, love, love to have you in there. So listen to this little preview and this is just one of the elements. So I do this little, these audio sort of um, inspirations, these downloads that come through, share a prompt and then people can have the opportunity. It's not required, but they have the opportunity to share back in the Telegram chat with their own audio reflection or just written text reflection. And then those recordings all go onto a private podcast feed just for the Lit AF membership. And then we also have a monthly live call that my intention with every live call is to make it highly valuable even for folks watching on replay. So we just had our first live call on the summer solstice It was amazing, so nourishing, and we will be doing some special little 
um, additional bonuses like a hot girl walk that I'm going to record in July. And there are seven audio meditation practices or kind of combo meditation, energy work, affirmation practices for every single morning of the week that you also get access to in that private podcast feed. So a lot of good things happening inside Lit AF. I will leave it there for now, but the link will be in the show notes to all the details, how to sign up. And also in the show notes, you can find my Instagram handle and email. Reach out if you have any questions about it and you have through the end of the day on July 7th. Otherwise, you have to wait until September. So come on in. We would love to have you and enjoy this little preview of Lit AF. Hello, my loves. You might hear a train coming through. I think it might be done tooting its horn, which LOL, if any of y'all saw my post yesterday talking about tooting your horn. Um, oh, there it goes. Yeah, it's funny because, I don't know, I guess that might annoy people, some people to have that kind of in their neighborhood. Uh, and it probably would annoy me if it was like right on top of my house. But there's something about hearing the train passing that, I don't know, trains just kind of remind me of a simpler time um, in our world and just this kind of nostalgia for another time. So I actually really like hearing the train. I digress. Speaking of a simpler time though, (laughs) with it being the 4th of July, um, I think of the times as a child where I could just sort of carefree, celebrate, you know, put on my red, white, and blue Um, go to the cookout, go to the pool, and just enjoy this sort of day of celebration. And um, I know many of you are in the same boat as I am with like, "Mm, it feels complicated to celebrate this country right now, because especially the idea of freedom, because it's actively, there are so many people and people in power who are trying to remove freedoms from anyone who is not a part of their self-defined tribe. So that makes it hard for me to want to celebrate and don't always feel proud of this country. With that said, obviously, you know, compared to many places in the world, we do have a lot of freedom. And I think that 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 can get left out of some of the discourse from people who find it hard to celebrate today. There is a lot of freedom here. Um, And then I think about personal freedom and what that looks like in our lives. One of my friend tours, Jenny Blake, wrote an excellent book called Free Time that's kind of for entrepreneurs um, and but really like for anyone who wants to be able to free up more of their, their time in life. And she has a great free time podcast too that you can check out. But so she talks about how in life we can optimize for different things, right? There are some people who optimize for high net worth and they're like, I will do what it takes to like amplify and optimize, make as much money as I can. And for them, like that feels like success. Um, And that's not saying that that's wrong. It's just only one way 
of sort of optimizing. And then there's optimizing for high net growth. Um, maybe the person who's like, well, I don't really care that writing this book isn't going to make me a ton of money, but I'm going to feel really accomplished and you know, I want to get it on some bestseller lists or whatever, right? So, or I want the promotion um, even if I'm having to work my ass off for it <laughs> and maybe won't even get paid that much more. So high net growth. And then there's optimizing for high net freedom, which is what free time is all about. And that really resonates with me because, oh my gosh, like I've thought about how, um, and not to not corporate jobs at all, like there have been times, trust me, where in the past, you know, seven years, eight years that I've been self-employed where I've been like, oh, to work for someone, that sounds amazing. Not having all of these responsibilities, risks and liabilities. Um, there's a lot to be said, especially for a good employer, uh, employee arrangement. But on the whole, I have been more like on the side of someone could pay me half a million dollars to go and, you know, be a director of a treatment center. Of course they wouldn't, it would be more like less than half that, (laughs) but I would not do it. I would not do it for half a million dollars. And that's kind of an interesting question to think about. Like, where is your cutoff when it comes to the freedoms that you do enjoy in whatever your sort of situation is like, you know, what would it cost for you? What would you be willing to give that up for, um, monetarily speaking? And, um, yeah, there's what, if I think of that kind of high stress job, I'm like, Mm, yeah, nothing less than half a million, probably more than that. Maybe I wouldn't do it at all because, you know, at the end of the day, I could croak in six months. <laughs> so optimizing for high net freedom, what does that look like in your life? Because it doesn't obviously just have to relate to your work. I mean, work is a part of it because arguably capitalism and having to work for to just maintain our own sustenance and well-being um, that is the least free thing about our culture in a lot of ways for those of us who I should say who um, walk around carrying a decent amount of privilege in other ways so um, I also thought about like how you know going back to the the piece around optimizing for these different things like sometimes we can make assumptions about how money equals freedom. And like I said, I mean, with the example of some of the jobs that you get paid a lot for, you have very, very little freedom ultimately. But even the, the you know, 0.1%, the Taylor Swifts of the world, the 0.0001%, like, I mean, she could, sure, she could just say at any point, like, I'm done touring forever. Like I'm done doing interviews. Like I'm only going to do what I want to do. And, and hopefully there's a part of her that really greatly enjoys doing what she does and, and is really actively choosing it, but doesn't have a lot of freedom right now. Right? Like, I mean, you guys have probably seen the videos of this crazy tour that she's doing. Um, the Taylor Swift's and Beyonce's of the world arguably don't have a lot of freedom. They have a lot of privilege for sure. Um, 
but you know, their time, their energy is very spoken for and expected by others. However, a key distinction is that they, if, if someone is making that choice to spend their time and energy in those ways, even if it becomes a bit of an obligation, something that they're now sort of beholden to by others, if they're choosing that because it brings them meaning or significance in their lives, then arguably that's still one, one way of honoring their own freedom and their own choice. And so it's almost like balancing because when I say, oh my gosh, optimize for high net freedom, like just imagine if you could do whatever you wanted all the time, like, isn't that the dream? Like that's not even necessarily the dream, certainly for everybody, because there are ways that we seek to bring that meaning and significance into our lives that sometimes hinder our freedom or curtail our freedom some. For instance, having kids, right? Having any kind of like, I think about what I'm doing with this, you know, group practice. Like it would have been a lot more free for me to just stay solo forever. But now I have all of these, you know, this much larger rent, this, all of these employee responsibilities, like I have a lot. Uh, My freedom has been decreased, but my meaning and significance has been increased. So in a way, it's like, it's okay for that freedom to decrease if it's in service of significance, meaning, contribution, honoring your values. So that's really what I wanted to share is kind of giving you an opportunity to think about how are you optimizing for more freedom in your life, the types of freedom that matter most to you, whether that's your time, your schedule, like your living situation, because there will be different ones that matter more to different people. So what does it look like for you to optimize for the freedoms that matter most to you? And where do you have to just honor and acknowledge the trade-offs of some of your freedom for things that bring meaning and significance into your life? So we'd love to hear what comes up for people with that prompt. And you know, whatever you do today, hopefully you're getting a day off or partially off and you can do just something that honors at the very least your own personal freedom. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Hell yeah, friend, you made it to the end. I so appreciate you tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode, make my day by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating to help other people find this podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to grab my free resource, The Procrastination Prescription, and access the five steps I take myself through every time I'm stuck in what I call procrastinoidance hell. Go to bit.ly slash procrastination tool to access it now. That's bit.ly slash procrastination tool, all lowercase. You can follow my antics on TikTok at Bad Bitch Therapist and on Instagram at the same, but with dots between the words. Thanks so much for being here. Now go out there and have a great fucking day.